Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Wong here, and if you are a brand new listener, welcome. Happy Monday if you're listening to this as it is launched. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for tuning in and coming back. I am so blessed that you are here and liking it enough, liking these episodes enough that you return. So, um, I, we are in January, like mid-January 2020, and I've been really thinking about my theme for the year, and really, as I look at the bigger picture of what's happening around the globe, like there's a shift that's happening, so I wanted to spend a little bit of time today and talk about like the goddess energy and how we can tap into the goddess energy a little bit more, Um, even though goddess can mean so many different things to everybody um i think i would i think everybody would agree that when they like goddess can equate to like feminine energy right the divine feminine in some way form some way shape form or another and um what's interesting is that i know like looking at human design for example um this is like for those who totally geek out on human design Um, Things are actually going to shift seven years from now. So in 2027, um, there's actually children who are born after or during, like after 2027 and after. um, There are some children who are going to have 11 energy centers. And uh, most like people now, like the people that I do readings for and just now in general, like the population has... uh, seven no sorry nine energy centers so the fact that in seven years is going to be two more energy centers just shows that there's a shift that's happening around the globe energetically and collectively and uh, these two energy centers are actually coming from the palms right from the hands Um, and then during my webinar last year that I gave around alignment in 2020 with human design um, I talked about the different arrows in the the body graph of your of, hu- of your human design chart, and um, collectively, like the arrows collectively are over time going to be more suited to point to the right. And if it's pointed to the right, if some of your arrows are pointed to the right, it just means that um, from a from a energetic perspective, passive is one word but like I would say like releasing control and having a little bit more trust versus like the industrial age of um systems and like the masculine the linearity of things like things are shifting and so when I thought of the word goddess for this year it was actually no it was actually a coincidence that when I started to make these connections um but really I was like wow this is actually really cool and um astrologically like we just passed full moon in cancer it was a lunar eclipse and it like the energy is supposed to be pretty intense and for those who are living in alignment with their life I would think that it's, it would feel less intense right 
Um, right now, Saturn and Pluto are conjunct, which means like the energies of Saturn and Pluto are right next to each other. Saturn is the, the planet that really rules um, karma, uh, structure, kind of like the cold general. You know, it's kind of like everything has to be this way and it comes in and it cleans things up until it's supposed to be like, it's very masculine. And then Pluto is more of the energy of, um, I always think of Pluto as like death and transformation. And it's like the slayer. It's like Kali energy from the Hindu goddess. And uh, it's like death and destruction, all for the purpose of deep, deep love. And so it's really, um, I think of Pluto as like the energy that comes in to like slay what is no longer needed regardless like it has no feelings on your ego or whatever it's like not this needs to change right so both of these energies are uh, next to each other right now they're working hand in hand um, and so and it's supposed to it, it's coming in Capricorn so wherever Capricorn is in your chart uh, for your astrology. I know I just totally dove into that <laughs> without even expecting to. But all that to say is like there's some intense energies that's happening and even around the world, um, things are shifting. And so as a collective, I feel like we're being called to really look at our lives and to, to slow down. Um, what has worked for us in the past from a masculine um, linear perspective, I don't think is going to carry us into um, the future because there really is a shift that's happening. And so for me, I know that um, I don't feel these energies as intensely because I've made the radical change already. And to be honest, like Saturn came into my career house, like my my job house, my day-to-day, -day, my sixth house, uh, two years ago, right? <laughs> and uh, so now I'm no longer, I'm no longer in corporate. I'm here doing my business. And um, so when all of these intense energies are happening, I feel like the, it's, it's less intense for me, even though I see it, right? Um, and it doesn't mean I'm not affected by it, but it's just interesting observing. And I'm, and because I'm just more self-aware. Um, I wanted to talk about like what are ways where we can bring in more of the goddess energy because there's a there's a call for us to really slow down and to to make our well-being a priority. And um, before I before I created this podcast, a lot of the work that I did was around wellness, um, self care. You know, making sure you're taking care of your physical health, getting off the sugar roller coaster. Um, you know, get healthy in your body. So make sure you're moving your body, doing Pilates, going to yoga, dance, being out in nature. Um, and I still practice all of these. Um, but there needs to be a deeper level because uh, we're more than just the physical, right? We're also the spiritual. And and it's important that we that we look deeper. And at the same time, how we how we embody these practices is through the physical, right? So one of the things that always comes to mind when I think about like, how do we slow down? How do we put like something like goddess, which is such a big word um, into our feminine, right? One of the things is like, well, self-care, obviously. And self-care for me, like the best mode of self-care that I personally can give to myself is sleep, to sleep. And actually, when I learned human design, um, I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody is different. 
not everybody is designed to have a sleeping pattern that I'm designed to. And yeah, each of us are individually different. But um, I thought I'd highlight a little bit of, um, you know, how you can embody your goddess energy based on your human design um, and looking at sleep. And so if your human design type is, um, is non-energy, meaning that you don't have your sacral turned on, meaning that you are not a manifesting generator or a generator, meaning that you are either a projector, a manifester, or a reflector, uh, your sleep pattern is actually best if you go to bed before you're tired. Um, and even if you're a manifesting generator, uh, it's really important that um, you have plenty of rest and you start to wind down even before you're tired. So actually, I think I've shared this in past episodes. I have my my um, a reminder go off at 10 o'clock every night to remind me to go to sleep. And it doesn't mean like, oh, I'm going to bed right now because it's 10 o'clock and my reminder came on. No, it just reminds me like I need to start winding down. So start shutting off, you know, the computer, start, you know, um, brushing my teeth, you know, tidying up the dishes, like starting to wind down so that I feel like my body knows it's time for sleep. And then I noticed even before I learned human design that when I'm in bed before I'm actually tired and I'm just like reading, journaling, doing a little bit of meditation or whatever it is that I'm feeling up for, um, I actually around 11, 11.30 when that time kicks off, like I actually start getting sleepy and then I have the best sleep. And it's very different than me staying up past midnight and being like, oh crap, I'm really tired now and I need to go to bed. And then like for whatever reason, the quality of sleep isn't as good. And so going to bed before I'm tired actually really works for me. And when I learned that as a manifester, this is actually in my design, I was like, oh my gosh, that is really cool because I've been feeling like that. And so if you are um, a manifester, a projector, or... Um, a reflector energy type, then that will also serve you as well. And for a manifesting generator, you have, even though you have a sacral energy, so you have that internal battery pack, it actually serves you well to go to bed before you are tired. And it might help to do a little bit of light exercise, light movement, um, or to have like a ritual as well, because you have a little bit of the manifester energy within you. Um, and then if you are a generator, you actually need to be physical, like drain your battery before you go to sleep. So you can, I don't know, do a few push-ups, um, have sex, <laughs> rather with a, even with a partner or by yourself. Like that's a really great way to deplete your energy. And what happens is that you can think of it as like a cell phone, right? Um, it's best to fully let your cell phone die and then recharge it versus um, recharging your battery to 100% if it's at 50 all the time, right? The, for the, the life of the battery, it's healthier to let it fully drain to 0% and then recharge it. So the same thing is happening as a generator. So as a generator, you actually don't need to go to sleep before you're tired. You just need to make sure that you are emptied out <laughs> of your energy before you go to sleep. And so with these, like that tip in and of itself, I think is worthy to practice for this year if it's something that you don't already do and to see how that might shift. Um, and I know that for me, stepping into like more of the feminine essence, it's so interesting because I always felt like, I don't know, I always felt like it wasn't a big thing for me. Um, and it wasn't until my injury with my knee that I really realized I can actually be served better by tapping into my feminine essence. 
Um, and it's showing up even in my relationship with money. Um, I am, I feel like sometimes I can be an accountant with my money. Like I'm, I'm counting the pennies and it's, I don't know. It's like part of it is like money fears. Um, part of it is because astrologically I'm like that. (laughs) I have like really strong Virgo in me. And so I'm really anal about certain things. Um, and I think like an accountant, would like a Virgo would be a really good accountant because they're just very organized. Um, but like for me, for example, like yesterday I bought something and then I ended up returning it. And for whatever reason, like the person at the cashier, the return was a penny less. Like I was like, wait, I, this is like six ninety nine. I'm only getting six ninety eight. Like I don't understand. And like, it really bothered me. (laughs) I know it's only a penny, but I was like, I don't know why. No, it wasn't a penny. I'm sorry. It was 10 cents less. I was getting back 10 cents less than what I paid for. And I was like, this is really strange. But I almost asked the guy, but he was on the phone. So I'm like, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. And then today I went to a dance class. um, And that's a brag. This This is the first time since my injury that I joined an actual movement class. Um, and it felt really good to move my body. And uh, when I paid her cash, she gave me a dollar less in change from what I thought the the class pass was, the dropping was. And I almost asked and and I was like, you know what? I'm letting it go. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to nickel and dime the universe. Um, although sometimes I feel like she's nickel and diming me. And so like, I'm just going with the flow and I'm trusting in the abundance and I'm trusting in like this expansion that, um, I'm not going to just be a penny pincher in that way. And, um, and even with tipping, um, I've been doing Amazon prime for a whole foods delivery lately. And I'm telling you, it's a godsend. Like having groceries delivered is so nice not having to wait in line, not having to deal with traffic, it's not having to deal with parking, uh, is really nice. So I love having it delivered. And um, initially, I wasn't, I mean, I was tipping, but I wasn't tipping the recommended amount. And then something switched over me. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tip the, like the recommended amount, because first of all, by the time they deliver it to my place, it's dark, and there's a lot of stairs. Um, (laughs) and the lighting isn't very good to get to my place. So they deserve actually a good tip. And so I'm tapping into that, into like the generosity. And one of the things I wrote down when I wrote down, you know, goddess was generosity, right. And leaning into the abundance and, um, and also like the feminine essence of my own well-being. And so like, those are the pieces for me that, have, I'm, I'm just playing with now and um, stepping into the receiving mode of like, you know what, if, I, if I'm aware of my finances, but I'm not going to be so uptight about it, I wonder how things are going to work in a form of generosity and not being so tight-fisted. Um, and then you might be the opposite. Like you might be the opposite of like less on top of your finances and maybe, uh, you know, you're spending too much money. <laughs> That maybe doing the opposite might be in your in, in service to you. Um, maybe you're I don't know you're buying lattes that you don't necessarily need, or you're you know impulse purchasing, um, and that you don't really need to do that. And if you stop doing that, right? If you really don't need it, and you're not wasting money, <laughs> um, 
if it doesn't really bring you joy, you're just doing it impulsively and not aware of your accounts and you're not aware of your numbers and there's an avoidance of it. If that's happening, then maybe it will serve you to speak up for yourself a little bit more if you got shortchanged, whatever, at the cashier. Um, I'm just practicing the muscle of being okay with it, which is incredibly uncomfortable, but I'm just, um, I'm just playing with it. And that's kind of what 2020 is, um, is calling me forward to, like to, to play, to experiment, to enter into this, uh, goddess essence, um, and see how it goes. And it doesn't mean to be a doormat. No. Um, I pulled the, I pulled a card for, the card that I pulled for last week, my angel cards that I pulled, actually the one that I pulled is uh, The Keepers of the Light by Kyle Gray. And the card that I pulled was Diana, the goddess Diana of the hunt. So there is nothing doormat <laughs> about the goddess Diana. She knows how to hunt, right? She's like, she knows how to kill. Um, so I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is it's really like being mindful of your energy and how you really want to be in the world. Um, and challenge yourself a little bit, right? Try the opposite just to see how it goes. So that is what I wanted to talk about. Um, I think for this year, I'm going to bring in more of how I'm embodying my goddess energy and sharing it with you. And there's just so many layers um, that I think it's worth talking about. So with that said, I hope you are having a wonderful day. Um, I have some amazing interviews lined up for you, and uh, so you, you'll expect that in the next few episodes. Um, and Oh, and I did want to share that um, I am going to be opening some more spots to one-on-one -on -re -on -one readings for human design. I'm not sure, like honestly, I'm not sure if I really want to always have human design readings available as one-on-one, because what I really want to do is integrate that into my three-month coaching. But... Um, for those of you who might be interested in some one-on-one, -on -one, uh, human design readings, shoot me a DM. They have been phenomenal. Like the ones like so far, the readings that I've offered people, um, everyone has felt so validated, so seen. Um, and one of the things that I will say is like, there's always a should, um, that people come into like, like we always, we, so many of us have these shoulds and after the readings, many are like, oh my God, it just feels so validating and the should is gone. Like I understand, like I don't need to, you know, um, live according to the conditioning and they see where they've been conditioned. Um, and so if you feel like that might resonate with you, just send me a DM over Instagram or you can also, um, yeah, Instagram is the best way or you can uh, reach out to me through uh, Facebook on my Facebook page, but through Instagram it's michellewong.xo and then Facebook is same thing, michellewong.xo. So if you have any questions, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And if this resonated with you, please share it with your friends or tag me on Instagram. Uh, and I hope you have a beautiful week. Cheers. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support take part in our five-day inner confidence challenge to not only boost your confidence but to help activate your inner leadership details in the show notes thank you for listening to the sacred emergence podcast make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit until next time